Welcome, you are listening to Links at Bain & Gray, a catalogue of podcasts centred on all things business support in the workplace. Our aim is to bring you interesting and relevant content that will keep you up to date and thriving in your role. Hello, I'm Cressida at Links, and today I'm with Eddie Sercombe and Alice McCall, the creative force behind Day Studio. Welcome to you both. It's such a pleasure to talk to you today, and let me just fill in our listeners. Um, I'm reading directly from your website. Day Studio is a multidisciplinary studio specialising in the design and production of visual solutions, bringing ideas to life. That's very exciting and very intriguing. Can't wait to find out more. Um, <laughs> I suppose uh, my first question would be, um, how did you two meet? So, hello. And um, I'm Eddie. And um, Alice and I met, uh, we were both working at Soho Farmhouse. And it was probably in about 2018. And um, we were, so... We were running the member events, um, programming and curating the member events um, for the members of Soho Farmhouse. And we used to put on about 30 events, I think it was, a month. A month? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. And it was a real mixture of events. And yeah. it was sort of from sort of small workshops to big parties like Gosh, that's New huge. Year's Eve, uh, Guy Fawkes Night, to... Um, sort of more intimate dinners or that kind of thing. So, um, Alice, at the time, you were running the cookhouse. I'll let you say what the cookhouse is. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, well, the cookhouse was the cooking school at Soho Farmhouse, and then as a part of that, we also did lots of um, big pop-up dinners with chefs, and, um, and Eddie and I often collaborated on events, so if there was... Um, a big event that required food then we would um, Eddie maybe would source the music so it's hugely diverse I mean every yeah. day would be something different something totally different and often we would then end up styling dressing decorating the events ourselves and particularly on the events that we collaborated on so so you were there for a while together and then you had this this idea that you were going to join forces and set up day studio and work outside yeah, it kind, well, it kind of, I mean, it, actually, it was when we were there together, we, we I'd say we became really good friends. And um, I actually left first and Alice stayed on for a couple more years. And I went off um, and sort of started doing sort of immersive theatre and dining events um, and sort of moving more into set dressing for film and television. Um, and then we worked any sort of Sort of bigger projects we ended up working together once Alice had left Soho. When we were both working at Soho Farmhouse we had always kind of we sort of fantasized about wouldn't it be amazing if we could do this part of our jobs you know as our job like wouldn't that just be amazing. And for ourselves. For ourselves <laughs> yeah and um, and I suppose then when we were both out of full-time employment both working freelance as creatives and those sorts of projects started coming in and the bigger the projects were, the more often we kind of worked together on those. So you obviously com complement each other. Is there a skill set that you jointly have that you mirror each other in a certain way, the way that you work? How do you complement each other? Um, I think creatively we're very aligned. Like we've, you know, experienced recently where we've had to have some other creative people kind of come in and work with us. We suddenly realised how much... We are creatively aligned and we have similar, yeah, we're in sync and they have similar eyes and yeah. tastes. Unspoken. And yeah, we just sort of know, we can sort of 
Um, but at the same time, I think we're both quite happy to be like, oh, I don't like that. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. change I think that. also, I think... I don't. I think something that Eddie and I also have in common is we're both um, real grafters. Like sometimes, I think when people say we're working in events, and I think anyone who works in hospitality or events and lots of other industries, I'm sure as well. You know, I think often it sounds really glamorous, but often it is just picking heavy stuff up and moving it around and like loading vans up and yeah, in Eddie's work. case, driving. Yeah, it's not glamorous, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, so I think that sort of like we both work very hard. And so I think we, I think that's something we have in common. I think if one of us wasn't doing that, I think that probably wouldn't work. Yeah, I would say also that um, Alice is deaf. I'm a bit of a tech dinosaur, so <laughs> <laughs> Alice is the, is the savior when it comes to like design. Um, you know, computers spreadsheets or oh, I start sweating with a spreadsheet um, then equally there is absolutely no way on earth you'd ever catch me driving a lorry whereas Eddie would be so so happy <laughs> hands doing on. that hands yeah. on Eddie so I feel like the creative parts of the job like we're we're actually quite similar and balanced in that way but then all the other bits that come with running a business we kind of complement but it's other. also very um it's there's I remember you telling me that you had actually met or, or crossed paths years before um with your both your first jobs i think they were your first jobs or almost yeah, it was my first job in london yeah it was yeah one of my early yeah early jobs we um so we both used to work for um science which was damien hurst's company um and but not at the same time not at the same time so yeah so i i think i so i'd left and gone into costume um, in film and tv and i think that's when alice joined and i think i'd sort of flitted back from a moment I think I had to go and buy his Christmas presents and may have passed past you I in the corridors I definitely knew of Eddie like yeah. people used to talk about Eddie and I remember it must have been 10 years later when Eddie then I was already working at Soho House when Eddie joined and I remember her being interviewed by our then boss and she said oh Eddie this is Eddie's background she works at so she, she worked for Damien Hurst and I was like that must be Eddie, like that, that girl, <laughs> a famous Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> great in Oxfordshire, but yeah, in London. In sort of so I'm really interested to know what um, your biggest installation has been because I was looking at your website and it's so impressive. Those those hanging flower decorations that you do that that fill whole spaces. I mean, how long does that take? So and we made a couple of those offsite, didn't we? That was for RHS. So that was. Um, the RHS Flower Festival, Flower and Garden Festival, and we um, did the set dressing sort of for their different themed areas and between the gardens, that kind of thing. Right. So those big giant flower, they were giant flower clouds um, and they were for the festival stage. Um, and we, the theme that year, I think was it was colour and water. Mm. So we thought we'd have these colourful clouds. So they were... It's beautiful. But that was a massive job for us. That was like physically a big job, as in we were making big stuff, but also we dressed the whole of Hampton Court Flower Show that year um, and and the subsequent years, actually. And I also uh, saw, um, was it the Evening Standard or one of the newspapers had your amazing collars that you had made for the, the Flower Show? It was the, the front Times. page of the Times. Yeah, that was, and actually that, that was must have been a real, <laughs> but we yeah. have arrived moment, yeah. wasn't it? It it was, but it was really 
sad because our names weren't on, oh, the, no. on the photograph. And actually, that is a lesson to anyone um, yes. is to make sure that you, you know, if things are photographed or you're working with yes, PR that you companies, get a credit. that you get a credit. So, Very important. Yeah. So because it actually became... It was like the, one of the best pictures on BBC's, oh, really? the, the actual photograph. Best news pictures. Yeah. And we still, we had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with um, somebody who said, we, I can't remember why we were talking about that, and she said, no way, you guys made those. I've just had a press pack through from the RHS and it's the front page of the press pack and I can't believe you guys made those. Yeah, amazing. So, so what's your favourite medium to work with then? I really love the challenge of working with something new. I feel like we make such varied objects and how, how do you get your brief? Where does that come from? So the process is, can, can be really varied, but the, it mostly kind of works in one of two ways. Either the client comes to us and says, I would really like you to make me a man made out of moss. Can you do it? And then we find a way of doing that. Or... Um, you know, we work with other clients who are much sort of more open in their approach and they say, this is our budget, this is our sort of rough theme, um, can you can you do it? And, and then we find a way of doing that. Um, and also, actually, we've been asked recently to do a little bit of um, consultancy work, actually just working on theming with people for their events, which is also really fun. But I think, for me, Eddie might have a different answer, but I think it's really fun when someone says, here's the challenge, can you do this? And then we have to find a way of doing it. And it might be working with materials we haven't worked with before or, you know, working with... Um, we have an amazing team of freelancers we work with who can, between them, work in almost any material. So if it's something we can't physically do, then we can find someone who can do it. There's a lot of engineering involved in what you do as yeah. well. So you, yeah. And, um, yeah, we yeah. Like work with... You know, last year we had to make giant mushrooms. So we worked with... Um, a blacksmith who who built us you know we designed the frames and then they built them for us um so that's quite it is quite it is like alice says the sort of challenge of of finding a, a solution to creating you so know, so who tech. inspires you who's your kind of creative go-to um, do you have any artists that you love or that you align to i love um shona heath who is uh she i suppose her most sort of famous work is with Tim Walker the photographer oh, so lovely, they yes. do those kind of amazing amazing yeah otherworldly kind of sets for um fashion and beauty and things like that and I just I love that I just love that they can just be so free with their imagination and it is kind of it's you know so I love that yeah, kind of Tim kookiness. Walker's a great yeah. reference mm. point and um and I think yeah I'd love to get to that point where we can just go wild I know <laughs> when it's sort of the less conventional the better I think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do any milestones in in creating day studio stand out to you at all was there a moment where you thought yes this is going to work and um we've cracked it we, we're doing what we love and we can keep going I feel like we're still sort of in the very like early stages like every the really amazing thing about running our own business is that every every small win is a big win like every successful meeting every pitch that someone emails back and says yeah we really like it let's have a call you know all of those things are huge achievements for, for us running the business and and in a way you know we we know we can do the creative like we know we can kind of find a way of making something beautiful for people but often it's 
it's those bits that don't come as naturally to us and, and achieving in that sort of area that I find so rewarding because I feel like we're really learning, we're really like pushing ourselves and and sort of trying, you know, well, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone really and putting ourselves out there and saying we'd love to work with you and then when people come back and say, yeah, we'd love to work with you too, that feels like such a huge achievement. So um, tell us, what have you got coming up in the future? What's what's on so, the in the diary? Um, we have... So we've got a couple of big projects coming up. We've got um, RHS again this year, which is really exciting. It's one of our biggest projects. Um, and uh, we are dressing again the spaces between between the gardens. Um, we've been given a, a theme. So we're sort of in the creative process now, um, working with them, sort of going back and forth with our ideas. And it'll be our um, third year with... Hampton Court and potentially our first year working with Tatton, which is oh, another yeah, that's the RHS shows. Um, and then we've got a couple of retail installations that we're going to be doing. Um, so sort of window displays, that kind of thing. And we are doing a press trip. And we're working with the private members clubs doing a series of events there. So quite a, a sort of varied mix Amazing. of clients. Busy diary. Um, yeah, and it's yeah really exciting. Is there anything that you haven't done that you would love to do? So many things. Yeah. I feel like... Got your eye on anything special. Uh, <laughs> Liber- Liberty's Christmas window. Oh, that would be yeah. nice. <laughs> Selfridges window. Yeah, we'd love to do some big kind of retail windows. That would be an amazing project. Um I don't know. I, we're, we're doing lots and lots of events set up, things at the moment. It'd be really interesting to do a little bit more film photography stuff, which Eddie's done lots of in the past. I love the um, the stuff that Louis Vuitton are doing at the moment, where they've kind of taken... Summer, yeah, yeah um, they've taken over, like... I mean, all their shops, but it's almost like the whole of Bond Street. Whole, yeah. Is, they work, they're working with the artist... Uh, I can never say her name. Cassandra, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so it's um, it's amazing, and I just think to be that kind of scale, to go to that kind of scale, would be yeah. She's she's very impressive, isn't she? Because she's eighty something or ninety something, and she's still going strong. So I went prolific. to her exhibition at the Tate. Yeah. And I can imagine you two thinking that was just or loving that. It was just yeah. um, her work immersive. is so immersive as well, yeah. which I think is something that Eddie and I love to do when we're kind of, especially on event work. You know, you're creating a space for people to come into. Um, and you're sort of designing an environment that people are going to exist in, have fun in or learn in or meet friends or whatever. And I think that's an, an amazing, to have the opportunity to create whole spaces. Yeah, whole worlds. Yeah. And that sort of thinking about all your senses, you know, how, you know, yes. smell, taste, like, all mm. of that. I, I mean, some is, of the stuff that you do, I feel, is like sort of being in a dreamlike state, really. There's, there's kind of sh- flower chandeliers hanging from the ceilings. Mm. It's all so beautiful yeah it's not really work no. <laughs> I actually do you know I saw a friend um probably about six months ago and he asked what I was up to work-wise and I was sort of explaining to him what Eddie and I were doing and he uh, and I said it's just so much fun I just can't even believe it's a job we've kind of invented a job and he said Alice that's not a job. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish you had known before you started out? Two things. One is I think I'd wish I'd sort of just followed my gut and my heart 
um, just doing what I loved because I think I always felt this pressure to have a job. So I always worked sort of in a creative industry but never just kind of allowed myself yes, to, I've got to keep be going. creative, yes. you know, which I'm now sort of realising I can be and make it a, a job. And the other one I suppose is more practical is like uh, someone sort of having more sort of lessons I suppose at school or university about spreadsheets business management yeah. just tax tax oh, that tax. kind of thing just to kind of, you know I don't know I don't know whether it's just the school I went to just didn't do it I mean some schools do it but some don't but employment I think law yeah well yeah. <laughs> but just like basic kind of you know managing your savings or finance or putting things mm. aside or you know like I don't that kind of did you have any formal training for for what you do does it does it what can you pull on for your skills um I think it's what we're doing now feels like a culmination of everything Eddie and I have both ever done I feel like you know from um working in an artist studio to working in hospitality and having that sort of running event experience um to uh, yeah, you're in a good place to to do it for yourselves. Now. Yeah, and sort of I don't know, like Eddie was just saying, you know, having a bit of experience of you know budgeting and things like that from other jobs, or you know, my degree wasn't a creative degree. I've studied art history, but actually, you know, we've done some work recently where that has actually been quite useful. And I feel like everything has sort of it's sort of everything's sort of come to a point and seems to make sense in this mad thing we're doing yeah. <laughs> and we can yeah being able to use all those yeah. skills that we've collected along the way is it's really it's been so helpful mm. so amazing well listen thank you both for coming in thank you thank you for talking to us i wish you every success i think what you do is lovely and um and we need more of it in the world actually so um <laughs> thank you very much thank you